your host over here, Bruna, and I got a special invitation for you. Join me and the Changemakers in the No More Boxes movement, where we are raising awareness towards this limiting and isolating behavior that we human beings are constantly doing, placing ourselves and others into boxes, invisible boxes that so often are not really serving humankind. All you have to do is to go to patreon.com forward slash no more boxes and for as little as $3 a month, you can become a change maker and be with us on that journey, changing the world. Now let's get on with that podcast. You're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools, and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, lovely audience of the Changemakers podcast. You can believe it, we have another episode that I am so certain it's going to blow your mind. My guest today is Tracy Litt. She's a certified mindset coach, a rapid transformational therapist, and an awe-inspiring speaker. Can you imagine what we're going to be up to? Now, Tracy's dead-on insights is coupled with her direct, loving, and light delivery has helped countless women transform their lives from the inside out. She's the founder of The Lit Factor, a personal growth and coaching company, and she reaches people through private coaching, group programs, immersive workshops, and seminars, and speaking. I am really excited to talk to Tracy today because I think we have a lot in common and as well, I think Tracy, her life, her life story is something that is inspiring and she can share with us so many of the things that we need to know and we need constantly to be reminded so that we can live in a world in a box, like I often talk about, in a box that is good in a box that is nurturing you, in a box that is allowing you to be who you are, not constraining you. So Tracy, welcome to the Chainsmakers podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to hang out. Oh, you have no idea how much the excitement (laughs) is on this end. (laughs) So Tracy, let's just start with your life story. And you were not exactly born with silver spoon in your mouth, were you? Uh, no, no, not at all. You know, we go all the way back. We go back to Brooklyn, New York, where I was born, but we'll skip ahead to the juicy stuff. Mm. You know, I was a kid who had a wonderful upbringing and great, great parents and a wonderful family. And somewhere along the line, I stopped believing in myself. Somewhere along the line, I didn't think that I was smart enough and good enough. And as a result of that, the trajectory of my life, I was, you know, feeling a lot of, just feeling lost and making certain decisions that weren't in service of my highest good, you know, and then through the course of some really incredible gifts. And I say that on purpose because I strongly, strongly believe that everything happens for us. Mm-hmm. And at the age of, you know, 20 decided I college wasn't for me and dropped out. And then by the age of 24, I lost my mother, who was my best friend in the entire world. And by the age of 28, I was a single mother to my nine-month-old daughter. And that path 
is what made me realize I needed to grow, right? Is what kind of woke me up to what's going on here and what's happening within you and who do you want to be for the rest of your life? And from there, I, you know, just created who I am today. So what do you say was, I mean, this is always a huge thing, losing a parent. And even though you're not like a child, but still it has a, a big impact on you to lose your mom at this age. But when you look back, what was the thing that made you realize really to the core that this was your life to live? Mm, that's such a beautiful question. You know, to me, you know, I believe that one of the healthiest ways after we move through the levels of grief, which is critically important, you must allow yourself to feel your feelings. Yeah. And there is no threshold or statute of limitations on how long it takes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. Yeah. Then when you are ready, the most magnificent way to honor someone that you love that has passed is to absolutely live in the biggest and best way that you possibly can and to not take a moment of your own life for granted. And that became the catalyst. You mentioned it on your website and I can see it. What you're doing is you say to people, you're here because you want to change and you want more, you want more happiness, you want more success, more fulfillment, more energy. And I love what you're saying on your website. What if I told you to get more is about less? Tell us a little bit about that shift that this more is actually about less. Oh, yes. Thank you. You know, I think that when we're moving through any kind of growth or change, you know, it can feel very uncomfortable and very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And one of the misconceptions is, well, I'm going to have to add this on. I'm going to have to do more of this. I'm going to have to do more of this. But the reality and the truth with a TH at the end, Mm -hmm. because there's a difference between what's true and what's truth. Mm -hmm. What's truth is that we were born pure love and consciousness and totally enough and then life happened all over us so we've been covered up by all of the crap and one of the most important things we can do for ourselves is to remove and take off the layers peel them back let go of certain attitudes and behaviors and tendencies rather than adding things on it's much more about releasing letting go and giving up the attitudes, behaviors, and ways of being that are actually getting in the way of your own greatness and potential. Yeah. And so giving up, it sounds to me when you're saying it, it sounds to me like knowing who you are and being in your flow and letting go of too much control. Oh, that's one of them. That's one of them. I love that we're talking about this because one of the first things that I created, because I knew this was an area that we all needed help with because I needed help with it. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I, I created something that I needed and giving up your need for control is one of these behaviors that I'm referring to. I actually look at them as like 17 different primary shifts that we need to make, but absolutely control. I mean, control was something that we were all brought up with. It was an influence. It was something that was inputted into us. Mm. And it is absolutely one of the behaviors that congests you. It interrupts you from being connected to whatever it is that you believe in that's bigger than you. And it's such a false sense of, of anything. If I knew that control helped or worrying helped for that matter, I would say, go ahead and be controlling, you know? 
Be worried. Right. <laughs> it doesn't really help at all. It actually hurts you. So giving up control and stepping into a place of opening yourself up, like even right now, and for those that are listening, if you kind of just like open up your chest and drop your shoulders down and shake your arms out and you start to feel what it's like to be in an open allowing space versus a tense kind of shoulders up by your ears, control, control, everything has to be just so, because that drives us into a lot of chronic stress and a lot of frustration and letdown. Yeah, for sure. Now you work a lot with women. Tell me more about, are you a feminist? Are you into feminist and women empowerment? Or how do you define yourself? In which box do you put yourself into when you talk about um, your, your clients? So many things I love in what you just asked. Okay, so I am not a feminist at all. And I have three daughters, by the way. Hmm. So I'm not a feminist, I'm a humanist. <laughs> Okay. Uh, because I think that, and, and notwithstanding that, yes, uh, you know, women, we've had a different, a different evolution and challenges. So I'm not discounting feminism. But for me, I'm a humanist because the boxes that women had been put into through our culture and society and upbringing, and conversely, but similarly, the boxes that men have been put into, oh, yeah. to me, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, who I like to serve. And yes, I'm an empowerment expert. I teach it really, really uniquely. I believe that everything is founded in your ability to choose. And I love to work with women because, you know, I'm a woman (laughs) and I can relate in a different way. And having three daughters, um, that obviously aligns with me as well. You know, ultimately, it's not about women versus men for me. It's about we are all humans. We are all worthy. We are all enough. And we have an inner power that is laying inside of us that needs to be activated and utilized. And through that, you can actually feel how you want to feel and be who you want to be every single day of your life. Yeah, exactly. And a humanist is something that we, the change makers and the whole thing about the No More Boxes movement is really to eradicate this labeling of women are this and men are that. I'm really curious when you say, I love the fact that you say that you're a humanist. What is really the difference between being a feminist and being a humanist? Oh, that's such a good question. Let's see. To me, being a feminist for me has an association of of fight in it and oh. of, you know, women rule the world. Yeah. And, okay. you know, and I just, it just doesn't align. It doesn't feel right. I don't think we need that. I think to be a humanist is to realize that we're all connected, right? We're all connected. Mm-hmm. Neither sex or gender is more or less than the other. Yeah. We, can appreci- we can appreciate the innate strengths and opportunities, right? Rather call weaknesses, strengths and opportunities of each, quote, gender yeah. and where they may be more naturally, you know, um, showing up. But ultimately, as a humanist, I believe, and I, you mentioned before the word box, living in a yeah. box, you know, to me, being a humanist is empowering each human being to decide what their box looks like, mm-hmm. decide what happiness, success, and fulfillment feels like for them, yeah. and then being able to align up into that and let go of the gross amounts of shoulds and supposed tos yeah. that we were conditioned to believe we had to be in order to be enough. 
Mm -hmm. Right. Because when we're living in a space of shoulds and supposed tos, we are actually not living our own lives. We're not being, you know, our true, authentic, unapologetic selves. We are being, you know, the robots of those who created us. Yeah. And even how our exception of what we think we were supposed to be doing from, from that. <laughs> it's quite complicated when you think about it. I totally am with you on that one, uh, Tracy. And, and it, I'm thinking that this is so interesting when you're saying with um, the difference between a feminist and a humanist, because I always looked at talking about labeling yourself. I always, as a feminist myself, I've always seen that being the humanist that you described. Mm -hmm. So that I think that's quite interesting because for me, being a feminist has been about people being valued. Mm. Yeah, you know what's so interesting about that too, and I, I love yeah. this type of dialogue is you and I, you know, that's just a difference in our perceptions, mm. which is all driven by how we were raised and who we are and the biases and assumptions that we live yeah. in every single day. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's really interesting because when you're saying that, I, it comes to me saying, thinking, wow, this is one of those things that when you say you're something like I, I would label myself saying I'm a feminist and you say, no, I'm not a feminist. But when we go a little bit deeper into it, we are basically talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is for each for each person, right? For each person to yeah. live in their in their definition of happiness and success and love, which is the whole goal. Yeah. So that tells me that just like you said, Trace, was so beautiful that every human being should have the space to decide for themselves who they are and what it is that they want to do in this world and the change that they want to see in their world. That they have the space and freedom to do so um, yes. which is exactly this this is telling me is how important it is to communicate those things and to talk about these things thinking versus you know it could be so simple to say well she is this and i'm that but nay hey we're the same we just label yes it yes absolutely and, and the other huge detriment to the labeling you know is that we create our own limitations yeah and then we live into that limitation and label, right? It's, it's yeah. you know, go back to the control thing. You know, I'm a recovering control freak, which is why I can speak to it so well. Yeah. I'll share this funny story because everyone will appreciate it. I was having an annual party and I was addressing the labels on the invitations by hand, writing the addresses out. And I had like a hundred of them to do. And my husband, we were newly married at the time, walks in and he's like, oh, can I help you? And he goes to grab a stack of the uh, envelopes. And I said, wait, 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 wait grab a scrap piece of paper and give me like a sample of how you would write the address. Yeah. And he said, are you actually asking me for a writing sample right now? I'm just trying to help you. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, Oh my God. Yeah, I totally am making you give me a writing sample because I'm such a control freak that I can't even just let you help me, you know? So when we associate it as like, oh, yeah, well, I'm really controlling or I take things personally or I'm a neat freak or, you know, I'm just a really anxious person. All of those things you are boxing yourself in and you will always, always without default, make that true. Yeah. Every time. Right. Which yeah. is why alleviating yourself. And that's actually one of the things we give up. You give up your labels and limitations and realize that you are so powerful as the human that you are, that it's more about 
who do I need to be right now? What's relevant to what I want today? How do I want to be feeling? And that's who you get to be. And it changes moment to moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And allowing yourself. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. So, Tracy, this is so interesting. Tell me, I can see we're coming to the end of our interview. Can you tell our audience where's the best way to meet you online or, or find out more about you? And what is the, yeah, where can yeah, they? Yes. Yes. So, uh, you can find me on my website, which is uh, www dot the lit factor lit with two t's dot com or on facebook at the lit factor always hanging out on facebook i do facebook lives uh, many times a week and also on instagram so the handle is at the lit factor you can find me in those places and uh, i'm always always up for a great conversation you can tag me ask me questions you know and definitely look forward to connecting with everybody well one last question tracy yeah what is the change that you want to see in your world and what is the role that you want to take in order to create that change? Mm. The change that I want to see in the world, and it makes me teary, and it is my contribution to the world and my mission, mm. is to restore every single person's belief in their inherent worthiness. To really, really shift out of this, I'll be good enough when, or being motivated by, if I do this, then they'll like me and all of the other conditions and symptoms that come out of not feeling enough, I am here to make sure that you embrace and believe that your worthiness is your birthright, you are valuable, you matter, and you deserve the happiness that you desire. Tracy, I'm going to allow these beautiful words to be the last words in our interview today. Thank you so much for being you and sharing your gift to the world. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Runa and you're listening to the Chainsmakers Podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax and enjoy.